In Numbers chapter 22, we have one of the more misunderstood moments in the history of misunderstood moments. <laughs> Three different tribes of Israel, Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh, are on their way back home to the eastern side of the Jordan, where they're going to enjoy home. And they're grateful to God that they are going to be able to finally get home after carrying out God's mission for them. So on their way, they want to do something significant for God. It says that they, build, they built an altar to God. On the way, a big monument, a very significant monument that people from all over would be able to see so that uh, people would know that they were grateful to God. Well, the other tribes that they had left behind, the ones that they had just gotten done helping for many, 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 many years, they saw from a distance that they were creating this altar and to say they overreacted would be a little bit of an understatement. They thought that they were building an altar to a false god. I imagine because they were building an altar to look like an altar that had never been made before. So it looked different and so they thought it was different. But they overreacted. They, uh, they said, those tribes are going to the other side. We're never going to see them again. And they're doing something really, really bad. So we need to do something right now before we lose sight of them forever. So they gathered up all of their armies and they were about ready to attack them. But before they attacked them, thankfully, they sent some representatives to the representatives of these tribes, Reuben, Gad, and half of Manasseh. And they asked them what was going on. And then, kudos to them, they recalled in the history of the Israelites different times that people had walked away from the Lord and how disastrous it was. They said, do you remember this time? Do you remember that time? And do you remember this time and that time? And just example after example after example of times that people walked away from the Lord. So they learned their lesson from their own history that they didn't want to walk away from the Lord and they didn't want anybody else to walk away from the Lord either. And so they confronted them on it. And eventually they realized there was one big misunderstanding. The leaders from Reuben and Gad and half of Manasseh, they, they said, whoa, 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 hold, uh, hold your horses. <laughs> we love the Lord too. We built the altar as a monument of thanks to him and we built it different because it wasn't going to save, serve the same purpose as like the main altar in a place called Shiloh that, uh, that the others were afraid that they were trying to replace. So they intentionally made it different. They intentionally made it very big so that people would ask them, why'd you build that altar? And they would be able to tell them because we're grateful to God. So it was... It all, it all turned out well. <laughs> they, uh, by the end, they're all happy, they're full of joy, and they, uh, they agree to name the altar a witness, between, uh, a witness between us that the Lord is God. Everybody agreed that God was God and a potential disaster was averted and it was really, really great. That makes me think of Christmas. One of the reasons Christmas is not easy for some people is because the people are hard at Christmas. It's not peace on earth in every house. It can be quite the opposite. For some, you have to kind of brace yourself. It's like, you know such and such is going to be over for Christmas, and, and you know what's happened in the past, or you know how they view you. And so you have to plan out how you're going to see them, what you're going to say when you do, and you, you play through the conversations, hoping it'll go in the best possible way. And sometimes it does, and, and sometimes it doesn't. The conflict between all those tribes, it was resolved. And I wish I could promise you that the conflict between every person on earth is going to be resolved this Christmas. But I can't. I can, however, remind you not to give up hope. Whatever it is that separated you from another person, whatever it is that's getting in the way. Whether you both see 
eye to eye on who God is and how great he is and there's just a misunderstanding or you don't see eye to eye on those important things at all. There's always hope. God believes that. Remember how simply the Bible says it. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners, and of course we're still, we're still sinners, it still shows up in our lives, it still shows up in our relationships, and it's going to continue to show up. But the point that's being made in that passage, while we were still sinners, is that it was before we made any moves toward God, before we took a step towards him, before we even wanted anything to do with God, while, in fact, our hearts wanted nothing to do with God. God created hope by taking a step towards us. So much more than just a step. He brought his whole self into this world of broken relationships and broken hearts and so much pain. And he gave us a place to look where we can always find hope to him. This Christmas, if you find yourself in a conversation or if you're currently in a relationship, someone that's really hard, think of God. Think of God coming to you to love you, to be right there with you, to guide you, to not fail you. And then also think about what God did for me and you. He took a step of love. He took a step of love that gave this world a beautiful cross where there's always hope. Look for opportunities to lift that cross high this Christmas. You won't be sorry that you did. There's always hope, my friends. Rest well tonight, my friends. <laughs>